Are you crazy for boy bands? No. Yes. <laughs> this is what you want to listen to. Analysis of boy bands circa 1780 through 1820. In this doctoral thesis, I will discuss how the evolution of Baroque fused with the elements of Romanticism and American independence produced mm -hmm. what we know today as boy bands. Mm. I am very thrilled to be here. My name is Dr. Cornelius Boybanderoff. Um, I am myself a boy bander. And I'm very excited to see what your take is on what sort of influenced this genre. It's it's nice to live in the present, and it's life nice to speak words that make sense and focus on what's right at hand. But it's also nice to look back at the past, at the place we've come from. I'm I'm so glad that you mentioned talking about words because I have next to me in my own office a words oh, talking master. Wait, you have an office? I thought this was a doctoral <laughs> thesis. You haven't been hired God. yet. Also, that's not why you do a doctoral thesis. You don't get a job. You're fired. <laughs> Dang it. Go back to podcasting, you scrub. Oh, podcasting. Did, did, did someone say podcasting? <gasps> now this is I podcasting. Did. No. Uh, wow. Welcome to a very special, a very musical, a very doctoral, a very close, but not for me because I'm all alone episode of what Gravity is, Falls. What, what show are we again? This is Tad We're, Strange, the Gravity I, Falls I, podcast. I, see, I, yeah, I thought about Tad Strange, but then I looked over to the left and saw just the Gravity Falls logo. Just like, that's a good logo. Grunkle and Stan I standing I in your room. Oh, yeah, Dipper's just there, like, hey, up, Joe? oh, that's bad. Um, so what, could since I'm very distant and sad and lonely, could you guys? Why why is it a very close and personal episode? Oh, because I'm within striking, choking, and killing distance oh. of Trevor. I'm within a hugging, snuggling, and kissing distance of Matt. Oh, <laughs> we have very different takes on personal space. <laughs> and notice. I have no human connections, so I fill that void with memes, children's cartoons, oh. and meh, memes help. Memes tide me over between the weekly broadcast of this podcast. So, today we're talking about, if you haven't guessed by now, Boys Crazy episode number... 29. This is the, this is the part really where I with. say something wrong and Matt corrects me. Yeah. It's like 16 17? or 17. It's around there. I really don't know. I think it's 16. I, I didn't. Episode I didn't number know. something teen. Some teen teen. Short teen teen. It's, seven, it's 17. Of okay. um, episode 2013. <laughs> <laughs> we can call it that. Yeah. yeah we yeah. can call it that. So, this, I I like this episode. I don't love this episode, but I, I really like a lot of various parts all related to a single part of this particular episode. Um, um, so, particular part. You guys are having a, a fun, like, making sign language at each other over there. That's why I'm getting a little distracted. Oh, Sorry that's to our okay. audience at home. I'm just trying to tell Trevor to turn down his headphones so the audio isn't screwed up like it oh. probably has been this entire intro. Love you, listeners. Yeah. Thanks for dealing with that's it up fine. to this point. Why do you pay me? What What do you think you'd pay me for? I pay you Bill's in children's shows. Oh, thank you. That's the only food I can swallow. Eat. So Great I give check. this an A minus. I really enjoyed this. Um, yeah, watch it, um, as, you know what, oh, no, there's some, B+. Plus. I just worked okay. myself down to a B plus in like, in like 10 <laughs> seconds. This is easy for Ten. me this week. <laughs> okay, so there are a few things that I, that I didn't like that, that, yeah, I'm gonna call it a B plus. Um, okay. if some things were sense. omitted or changed, um, and they're not, um, big plot things they're actually just detail things of immersion where i was taken out of the episode because of something that was in there um it broke immersion for me that's why i'm gonna call it a b plus if those were mm. not there um two places in particular i would call it an a minus definitely hmm. sweet it's like a c what about you trevor 
It's like a C. I don't like this episode that much. <sighs> See, I, oh, I'm really split because I don't think this is a great or maybe even well. There's some parts I like. And parts that I like a lot. I very huh. much like several times. And basically any scene that they're in, <laughs> I enjoyed. And I like some of the stuff in the Dipper plot. But most of the stuff in the Dipper plot, and, and we'll definitely be getting to discussing the specifics, was kind of meh for me. Oh, definitely. So, oh. So I'm sitting between... I think it's a B minus for me because I, like, I think you should watch this episode. I think I would show this to someone, mm. but it's not my favorite. I wouldn't rewatch it. It's very forgettable. Mm. I like. Mm. I really like Candy in this episode. Oh, Candy! Yes. Candy's like great. I think <laughs> Grenda's too over the top in this episode. She's down yes. and down a whole bunch. She makes me uncomfortable. I'm not a big fan of Mabel in this episode, and I'm not mm. a fan of the B plot at all. I think it's really mm -hmm. lame and it's super boring. Okay. Are you? Yeah. Wait, um, let's define our A plot and our B plot. So, to you, what is the A plot? Uh, a -plot, plot. A plot is uh, seven times with Mabel yep. kidnapping them and holding them hostage. Um, Actually, not seven. It's more of a variable number. It's several times. Several times. That's which? What I meant. Wait a minute. It's. I think it's several times because they switch out the clones. Maybe it's several times. So they don't have a set because number. Because they're actually a Christian boy band. Mm, except for there's five of them. Mm. Two of them got lost for the days Jesus was in the tomb. Yep. What what is the theology of cloning? By the way, can we go over that? Can Crazy. we switch this podcast to actually? A the I'm like ninety nine percent sure most of the church is against cloning. Okay, but then I'm like one um, percent sure we should do it. Um, <laughs> and then the B plot is the Robbie yeah, the is dipper. hypnotizing. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the worst. It's, it's one the of worst. the worst plots. This is the worst yeah. Wendy it's and worse Dipper, than Dipper plot well, in the entire yes. season so far. Almost. Wow. Well, yes. And that's where I'm Maybe. at. Maybe really because at wow. least like in other like in other episodes, it's like yeah, she likes Robbie. He's the weirdo scene kid with a band. Okay, cool. He doesn't need a magic CD to like yeah. make her like him. They already yep. have a reason. There's only like 15 kids yep. in this town. Also, <laughs> yep. something I hate about this episode, and I've said it before, Gravity Falls is an everything town. They have everything in it. They have whatever they need, mm -hmm. whenever they need it. They have a super center. A civic center and buffet. Like, what the heck is that? <laughs> They're in the middle of nowhere, nowheresville, nowhere city, nowhere, mm. no, no, no. No, but it's a civic center mm. and buffet, which means it makes sense because it's a multi-purpose building. I'm, Every town needs one. I could actually hit Matt in this episode. <laughs> I threaten it too often, but I can actually do it now. But like, yeah, you don't just put... Maybe that pushes it like, too far. And then, okay, so my biggest thing. I like several times later in the episode, something mm -hmm. I really dislike about them is they do not feel like Gravity Falls side characters. They feel like they're from the Fairly Odd Parents or something like that. They feel so out of place. Also, I don't like that the whole weird and odd aspect of this episode isn't even from Gravity Falls. It's from this weird fat mm. guy cloning people. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Yep. Chub Chub Man. Yep. Chub Chub Man. That, I love Chub yeah. Chub Man. That is a great oh way of describing. So some of, some of the quips and the words are great. I hate yep. the plot. And I hate that the plot yep. does not progress itself. It constantly needs to be forced to get to places. Mm, they constantly true. have to push characters into rooms so those characters have a reason to be there. True. So mm. that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah, I th I think it's I think those quips and some of the fun parts are what keeps it just barely in the B area for me. Because Yikes. I don't I think if I'm showing someone this series, I want to show them this episode too, because I think there's enough quality in it. Even though, and again, I'm I'm actually really excited to talk about the Dipper plotline because I think there's a lot of missed opportunity there. Um, Ooh. But all in all, uh, yeah, it's just barely not a C plus for mm. me. I think it's a B like minus minus. Yeah, no, I'm I'm like steady on that C range. I mean, your first watch through, obviously watch it. You should probably watch every episode of your first watch through. If you're doing yes. a rewatch, I wouldn't even watch it. I had to watch it twice because mm. I watched it last week and then I watched it again this week. Mm -hmm. The second time, dude, oh my gosh. Like the first eight or nine minutes, I was just like, oh, make it stop, make it stop. Wow. So like it would have been even worse for you if you had stop. to watch it several times. Well, 
That's the end of the podcast for me, boys. Never mind, I forgot. I'm trapped here because I'm not mad. He can't leave. I'm going to sit here with my headphones off and not participate. (laughs) Great. Perfect. I'm going to start start a new show without you guys over here. Oh my gosh. My internet explorer. Stranger. Microsoft. Outdo us. Hey there, Tad Strangers. You want to come listen to a podcast all about. (laughs) Being stuck uh, no. behind your computer. What's, the, what's another show I watched? Stuck as a in the middle with you. You want to watch it? You want to come listen to the entire podcast about Codename Kids Next Door? Oh my with gosh. Just me? Of course you do. <laughs> Meet me over at Codename Kids Next Door Podcast.net <laughs> backslash chemtrails. Stuck in the corner with you. Stuck in my corner. Oh my goodness. I'm so a wall if you map. don't have something prepped, because I know you were doing super awesome techie stuff for super awesome people, Mateo. Oh, that's true. I'm happy to do. Yeah, super yeah. Super, sweet. super go for it. Make sure it's not several times longer than the last one. Okay, you only get one I, more. I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> and that's several okay, times I'll, you've I'll said have that. To, oh, boy. Oh, so that counteracts one. So he's mm-hmm. down to one Ooh, he gets two slap. More. He gets two more. And then you can slap him three times. Yep. So uh, minus two uh, for we start the two off... that Jesus left in the grave of the several times mm. members. Mm. How does this? Okay, episode opens with Dipper and Wendy hanging out. Yeah. Um, I actually kind of like how this. I like off. this scene. But, um, so they're hanging out. They're yeah, basically they're hanging out. Robbie walks in and is like, "Hey, let's hang out." And Mabel, uh, Wendy's like, "No, you're a jerk. You you didn't even show up to our last date. I don't want to go out with you again." It's like I got a song for you, girl, and he sings the song. And then she's like, okay, I'll I'll go out with you again. I'll give you another chance. And Dipper's like, oh, no, there must be something crazy going on here. Meanwhile, um, several times, the boy band that came a decade too late is coming to town, and Mabel is totally obsessed, along with Candy and Greta. And so they head off to the concert. And they try to get in and get tickets, but unfortunately the tickets are out. So they sneak in the back way. They miss the concert, but they end up finding out that the several times uh, boy band is, in fact, clones. And they're being cloned by Mr. Chub Chub, rich boy, man, mostly a man. Um, and just kind of used to make money off of the genetically perfect boy band. So she decides to free them and bring them home and has a bunch of time hiding out from Mr. Chub Chubs. So meanwhile, uh, Dipper has gotten the CD that the music was on and is kind of trying to investigate and talks to Grunkle Stan. Grunkle Stan also had a musician steal a girl from him when he was younger, uh, uh carla hot pants i i wrote down her name but nonetheless mccorkendale thank you mccorkle carla mccorkle, hot pants mccorkle that's right um and so <clears throat> she he tries to help him out and hilarity ensues because it's technology and scrunkle stan and then eventually they figure out that there's a secret message when you play it backwards that secretly hypnotizes um the listener so they rush off to save Wendy. Meanwhile, boy band romping around, Mabel's becoming more and more possessive of the boy band. And even when the uh, producer goes to jail for not having a rear uh, license plate, rear license plate. So thing. he he's sent to jail. <laughs> and so uh, the boy band can be released, but Mabel doesn't want it. So she like locks out Kane and Grenda and has the boy band attack him. And then eventually the uh, several times sings a song and Mabel realizes, oh, I should let you be free. So then cut back. Uh, Dipper shows up and is like, hey, he used this song to hypnotize you. She's like, oh, you're a jerk, and goes away. And Dipper's like, hey, <laughs> he's a jerk. Uh, Want to go bowling? Wink, wink. Um, and she's like, no, you're all jerks, and runs away. Crying. The end. That's kind of the well, end. Well, Grunkle Stan and, then, and, and Dipper have a nice bonding talk. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Grunkle Stan, they do have a good bonding talk. They say, we'll, I'll go up, I'll go out bowling with you. Yep, that's um, exactly Grunkle Stan. That's, that's his voice. And then several times gets released into the wilderness and sings to a deer. And one of them makes out with a tree. I think that was Craig E.G. Or was it Greg E.C.? I, I forget. I don't know. Yeah, I forget exactly I which almost, one, but... I almost memorized what each one looked like. I think that was Greggy C. Okay, it's the same one who, um, at the beginning, when after the girls had taken them back to their house to protect them from Chubby Chubman, um, mm-hmm. it's the one who said, 
yo, I heard there were these things called trees. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I want to kiss it. So this episode doesn't have a twist, I don't think. No. There's no twist. There's no reveal. I mean, they kind of revealed that they're clones, but that's like right at the beginning of the episode. The, is there, there a twist, Matthew? There is triple foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. It's too um, much. So <laughs> maybe you don't need. Um, it's a bold new direction for Gravity Falls, which oh. is why it's an A plus uh, plus. Not respecting no, so, your audience, so I mean, to have them figure out. <laughs> right at the beginning, it's in the joke of Dipper and Wendy. Um, yeah, Dipper and Wendy making fun of Mabel for liking several times. Uh, Wendy says, "Yeah, they're probably grown in pods, whatever." Wait, um, not no, 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 no. Loaded music industry. Well, sorry, you finish. Yeah, yeah. Period. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh my gosh. But are and you going to say something? Are, no, you go, and then I'll say it after. Period. I'm done. We'll take turns. You, you can oh, you say done. your thing. Okay. That's why I said period. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So they 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 kind of over foreshadow it. I love. The, they're just a manufactured product of the bloated corporate music industry. That is perfect foreshadowing because it's a bloated man mm-hmm. creating oh. these people. That is perfect foreshadowing in the Gravity Falls vein of things. And then Dipper's like, yeah, they're probably grown in pods. I'm like, no, you don't need to do that. You just did a perfect line and then you just mess it up. So that made yeah. me really mad because I, I paused it and I wrote down that line and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so good. This is such classic Gravity Falls foreshadowing. This is amazing. And I hit play. I was like, and are then you, are it you just serious? revealed more of the okay. Did yeah, you really I guess do that's true? It was time traveler pig bad. So it, well laser arm. Yeah, a little bit. And a time traveler pig is because Seuss is actually the author. But I knew it. But that's a whole other thing. Okay, so can I jump to the only time we see Seuss in here? Which I hated he it. has yes. what? Yes. I hate that scene. You hated it? Seuss really? didn't need to be there. He shouldn't have been at the house. It made no sense. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I like the scene, but thinking I like what Seuss is doing. Mirror. I like the fact yep. that Seuss is watering a daisies in the front yard at <laughs> night. <laughs> Beautiful. Hundred percent believable. Yeah. But yeah. One, we've never seen him do it before, so it makes no sense that he's doing it right now. Mm. Right now, as this random dude who followed yeah. a trail of frosted tips to yeah, the dude. gravity, the, the, the mystery chef. That's like, a little funny. The, I, I like that. It's joke. funny, but none of them actually have frosted tips in the show. They all have yellow mm. blonde hair. So it's like, mm. I'm just like, really? That's dumb. And also, like, your your joke is in the like the vein of reality, I guess, is that your driver saw hair while driving and followed it. Like, it does. It's just. You could have said a million mm. other things, and you said that. You know what I, I guess mean? That's true. Um, like we heard the sounds of something, something. It could have been a way anything. of expressing. I heard the sweet music melodies, typically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we sweet followed the tracks of multiple dance moves. It could have been literally anything. That's yeah. true. And he uses frost. It was. It's just like, and it's because they're putting Chub Chub Man into a scene, and they go, "Well, how do we have nobody in the uh, Mystery Shack interact with him?" Well, mm, Seuss. So they outside. throw Seuss mm. into a scene, make him do something nonsensical, and then this guy goes, well, it led right here. I guess I'll leave. And what? Well, excuse me, what? You you mm. followed the trail of, like, definite evidence to this place, yeah. you get, which is not in town. It is on the outskirts of town in the forest. You get back in your limo and go away. Yeah. Next to the bottomless pit, so they could have fallen in there. True. And then the goat, <laughs> I like that the goat rips the license plate off his car, and Seuss just yep. goes, good boy. You, yeah. Seuss was, says yeah. good boy because he yep. knows what's going to happen. He is fourth walling mm. that sucker to sure. infinity. Maybe he's a time traveler. But yeah, I he's a time traveler. That's why. I dislike yeah. <laughs> that scene so much. I dislike any scene where mm. a character should not be there, and you put mm-hmm. them there for the sake of progressing plot. It is not smooth. It cuts away. It, it's weird. It just ugh, like you just got home from the concert, literally like walking home, and this guy pulls up right behind mm. you in his car. Like, what the heck is this? What is this? This is nonsense. Get this out of here. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes, I do like it makes you yeah. make your audience feel stupid. Yep, no, that's a good that's a good way to put it. I think this episode a whole bunch doesn't do what Gravity Falls does a bunch, which is respecting your audience and not telling them everything and letting them kind of figure it out. Um, that's something that more shows are building on. But mm. this episode seems like a serious step back from quality. I do like 
Hey, have you seen any perfect boys around here? <laughs> Only when I look in the mirror Amazing. up top. And then he gives himself a high five. I love, oh, it's so good. I love what Seuss says. I love what Seuss does. But I, I do agree. He's I, I don't only think there to progress the plot. I don't think mm-hmm. that Mr. Chub Chub should be in that scene. Uh, it could have been yeah. anything else. It could have been over the radio. It could have been on the TV. You could have done yeah. it a million other ways. You also could have that scene not happen at all. Mm-hmm. And if you skipped straight later in the episode where it shows on the TV him being pulled over for not having a license plate, like mm-hmm. you don't even have to it would explain have you don't have a real license plate because that happens sometimes. Yeah. That's actually normal. With you don't this have scene completely like, out ridiculous. of the show, it still makes sense. And you're not yeah. left with any more questions Another than you were before. Really... Like, why is Seuss watering daisies at night? Another thing that just <laughs> really bothers me, I guess, again, in this episode is when they break into the Civic Center, Dash mm-hmm. Buffet. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started on that. They go into the dressing room and the dressing room has mm-hmm. this giant hamster cage and all the pods. But then mm-hmm. later on. When they enter the uh, mystery shack, one of the several times guys is like, what kind of tour bus is this? Essentially insinuating they Mm. never get to leave the tour bus. They live on it constantly. Why would you unload all of this stuff into a green room in front of people when you're trying to keep it a secret that you're doing this? Well, it did have to keep outside on it. Whoa. (laughs) But like you unloaded the cloning pods from your tour bus to put inside of a green room so people it's exhibition that doesn't need to happen it's bad storytelling you could have just had them go into the tour bus yeah and have it been yeah, a, a big, old, home, big old it. inside tour bus I it just it, yeah it feels like they didn't know what they were doing with this episode and they mm-hmm. just did it yep i think yeah i think it would have been a better thing if like we aren't able to make the concert but we're still gonna see them so we sneak onto the tour bus that's so much better yeah. than we're gonna sneak into the concert but somehow we missed the entire concert yeah also i do like, like during the concert the timing is off yep that's true deep craig is like uh he, deep chris deep chris he's giving his yeah. like and it's you yes. out there you not her <laughs> yes. you and they start fighting yes. and get him guy is yep. there He's like, get yep. up, Also, McGucket is in the background crowd surfing. Yeah. I didn't He's like, crowd surfing. Oh, I didn't see I that. Didn't yes. like I didn't like when him, they're but... like, uh, give us your best boy band screams, and McGucket's just like, McGucket! I don't like to just yeah. throw him into random stuff yeah, like that. It yeah. felt like last episode there. when well, I didn't like him up. to be there. Yeah, he's just there. And just like, I like them. I was I, more okay with the last one than this one. But... I, I really like the McGucket character. I yep. really dislike how they use him. Yeah, so. that's fair. That's what I'm at with that. So since I didn't notice really um, any of much what we talked about, I can talk about right at the beginning what I was disappointed with in Broke Immersion for me was oh. the voices that Dipper and Wendy are using. I don't see those characters having those voices. Yeah, at all. Like, I don't yeah, I see them being off. able to produce that. So that, like, instantly broke Immersion before I even got in the episode. And mm. that was one part. And then the second part is when they go to get the tickets, they go to a booth that says, we'll call on it will call means you already pre-ordered the tickets yeah. and they're waiting mm. to give them to you and they said nope sold out like they wouldn't go to the will call booth Maybe they'd go to the one. general admission booth to so mm. that threw me off too i was like wait that that's not what will call is for it's it's for when so it that that threw me off too like just didn't make sense so those those were the two that i um definitely brought it down for but yeah. I, I didn't even think of the I, other stuff we talked about i do really like when uh Dipper and Wendy are like making jokes at the uh the monitor, mm-hmm. and then uh Mabel goes, "This is cute. What you two got? I like this." Yes. Like, I was just like, "Yes!" It just makes me it's so great. happy. It's great. So, um, interesting thing where it says, "Uh, like, do you have this T-shirt in my size?" And he's like, "No, I don't have this, but let me let me look for something, or let me get you something different." My, my butt. butt. The the my butt part was censored out in the asian release oh my of gosh this. yeah so all all it said was oh do you have this t-shirt in my size oh wait let me get you something better <laughs> it's, <not laughs> it it's, it. it's just silence they didn't replace it with anything they, oh my gosh. there's been it's several just... times where they, oh. Hey. Oh. No. <laughs> throughout throughout the season where they uh for like asian release they have to remove words or change words yeah. because yep. they're not allowed because of censorship Yep, but the, that was just <laughs> normally they change them. But Matt's in this accusing one, me of farting right now. I want everybody on the podcast to know this. Mm, but my chair great. goes whoop. 
when I spin. Yeah, but see, he's spinning right now, and it's not making that noise anymore. So <laughs> it's <laughs> true. slightly leaning back. It changes it up. Thank gosh. Uh, so the I think we've kind of talked about the a plot, which the several times plot, um, a whole bunch. Going to the B plot, uh-huh. is there any redeemable... Well, first, let's rip it down. Terrible things in the B plot. Everything, oh, gosh. The whole thing. Not uh, Start to finish. I think bad. there's something. I think there's some good things. Nah. But the premise is oh, bad. Oh, my goodness. The execution is bad. Some of the stuff in between is good. I do like... I like Grunkle Stan in this. Yeah, I like... I like when he's driving his car and he... What does he say? Uh, rules of the road <laughs> prepare to be disregarded. <laughs> That's great. Yes. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. Um, he shouts that. And, and a whole bunch I, of I didn't really enjoy the, the buddiness of Grunkle Stan and... Um, Dipper. And, yeah. and Dipper. The whole point I like it of B-plot is character progression that you're not seeing in the A-plot. Mm-hmm. I see two ruined relationships and a little mm-hmm. bit of character progression that was done a lot better in the last episode. Also yes. stands prepping for the apocalypse. That is great. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Didn't know, this, we're never given a reason. No, he's, he's just no. doing he's storing it. Storing up meat. It, he's never. Yep. We've never Brown seen him do it before. It comes he's back around now. for something like the apocalypse is coming. You better be burying your gold. <laughs> you bought gold, yep. right? Like that's great. Gungle stand. Hundred percent. This episode, yes. my best. Like he's my favorite. Fantastic. I'll rewind your face. <laughs> uh, finally, a good reason to punch a teenager yes! in the face. Yes. Yeah. Um. And the D- that, Dipper, okay, Mr. Pines. That's Mr. Pines to you. Yes! Something that does bother All me. those I, are great. Yeah, I agree. I, I love that they brought the whole playing records backwards thing. I was trying to find the word earlier. It's with an A. I can't remember it. If anybody like knows it, tweet it at us or something. But it's um it's when you hear what you want to hear within nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um and it was a big it was a really big like thing in like uh the eighties and nineties with um rock music in the Christian church. Uh, hmm. The idea of ACDC being named Antichrist Devil Child <laughs> was because you can play Highway to Hell backwards and you'd hear them say, like, worship Satan, worship Satan, worship Satan. <laughs> like, it was, that's where it started, was this whole this whole thing. It's an actual phenomena. Yeah. I thought it was cool that they brought it in here. I thought it was, like, stupid, though. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yes. he, takes a, he takes a CD <laughs> and he tries to play on a record player, which was, it's, it's going to destroy the CD. <laughs> But then Dipper well, somehow Stan, Stan puts it on the record. Yeah, but then yeah. Dipper somehow takes the CD and turns it into a record. Yeah, he did that all night. He had like a gas mask on. It's fine. That, he, he did something. He had glue and a gas mask. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> and then and then I they're mean, like, you got to slow it down. Mm-hmm. Slows it down. Oh, speed it up. There's no other setting it could possibly be. Let's have a mm-hmm. joke session about it. <gasps> Rewind. Mm-hmm. Like it's like. Just, just not, I'm not this dumb. Stop it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. That's how I feel about that. That's legit. Um. So, yeah, it is. I mean, it is definitely possible to turn a CD into a record, but not physically. <laughs> Do you need a gas mask? Yes, it is. It totally is. No, it's not. Records are played by Groove. CDs are played by Laserdisc. Yeah, I mean, you don't just take the CD and, like, turn it into one. Yeah. You need a whole bunch of equipment but to you, do it. No, you cannot physically take a CD, yep. break it apart, and reform yes. it into a record. That's Correct. what he was doing. He had a gas mask and glue. He was putting the oh, CD yeah. into record oh. four. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, but you can take, and, you but can take anyways, a, a you know blank what? LP and, like, record onto it. I bet he got yep. an old um, record player. Mm-hmm. Went back out to the trash, found the electrostatic rug, and rubbed them both on the rug, and then made them touch. And then so the I electrons like from the CD went in. to the disc, the mm-hmm. the disc. So now you have a, yeah, they they they, they swapped. Amazing. So now whatever yeah. was on the original record is now on the CD, which would be actually fantastic for transmitting, um, like making things digital, from mm-hmm. being on a record. Because it's like mm-hmm. lossless transition. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, that was kind we of We need to go perfect. find this rug. That was really good. I like that. But that's not what happened. Instead, stupid <laughs> things happened that I didn't like. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so that, that was a week. It wasn't really explained. Um, um, then you go on, you have the record thing. It's like, oh, it's backwards. That was a little weak and wasn't really explained. So, so what happened in this episode is Robbie went out and bought a CD. Uh-huh. And then played it 
to mind control Wendy? I think it's one of the weird magic-y things of Gravity Falls, but they don't explain that at all. No. Yeah. And apparently when you play it, you mind control people. But it just... Why Like, why doesn't Dipper take control of Stan when he plays it for him? Mm, why because it's it, only when you play it regularly forward Why doesn't Dipper take... Why doesn't Dipper take control of everyone in the end scene when he plays it over the recorder and then stops it and plays mm. it in reverse? Well, I mean, it is more of just a moderate influence. It's just really it, weird it is, and it is dumb. Weird. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, okay, so one thing I liked... I I really like Wendy's character this episode. Yes. I think it's incredibly consistent with who she has been. And she turns out to start looking like the most mature person out of the crew that we see in Gravity yeah. Falls. Like she's very much acting her age and aware of people around her. One her... of the ways one of the ways this was done um was at the beginning, um well no, after the beginning when Robbie walks into the store and Dipper's making fun of him. Um, she says the same line, um, oh, come on, man, that she at other times says to Robbie when Robbie's making fun of Dipper. Mm, yeah. So, like, dang, it's, it's a consistency and, and like a maturity of, you know, take it easy. You're, you're going a little hard on I like dumb things. <laughs> mm. um, there was a very distinct character shift in her in the pool episode. And backyard pool explosion number five. Let's all get in the wet. Mm-hmm. Ah, featuring bus. Summer Gorney. Yeah, Summer Gorney. The Summer Gorney episode. Yes. We will forever know it be known mm. as Summer Gorney. Free Gorney hashtag. <laughs> We're trying to get him out still. Um, her character made a very distinctive shift in that episode, and it was for the better, and it's just been getting mm-hmm. better per episode. Yeah. They took her away from the stupid teenager role and put her mm. into an actual person role, and it's nice. So I've liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it seems like she's developing as well. She's not the main character, so we don't get to see kind of how it happens, but yeah. it does feel like she's kind of had this transition. I think h- hanging out with Dipper and having this relationship with Robbie and working this job in the shack has made her start to take more responsibility for stuff and even just working that pool job. Yeah. And like, even though she got fired for it and she stole a bunch of snacks. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow she's growing as a character, and yeah. I'm really excited um, to to continue to see that. And it's it's really nice knowing kind of what she becomes, uh, being able to see this. Yeah. So I think it's super cool. A really big thing that helped was uh, before uh, Summer Gorney episode, uh, you only mm-hmm. had tier one and tier two characters. Well, okay, mm. maybe before that, maybe before that a little bit. Uh, you had tier one and tier two characters. You had like yep. the main family, then you had Wendy, Seuss, and then you had the extras. They've added. I would I would kind of even argue you had Dipper. Sometimes. Oh yeah. Mabel. Okay. Yeah. No. No. You're right. It would. It would go. And it then, would go Dipper, yeah. the family. Sometimes Mabel. Yeah, yeah. Which is Mabel, Grunkle, Stan, and then your side characters, and then Wendy, and you know what I mean. Um. Yep. But they added, um. Grenda, they added Candy, they added Waddles. Mm-hmm. They added characters that you can put into scenes for comic relief so they can take characters from a lower tier and move them mm. up. So now these characters have more meaning because they've been here longer. And that's that's really Ooh. what's like great about this in, in the, the character pyramid of Gravity Falls. She went from bottom tier to second tier so that we can put mm. all these little characters, we can sprinkle them in there, they'll show up in episodes, we'll have them for funny relief and for jokes. Um, and it takes... Like her and Seuss, and makes it so they can be better characters. Yeah, which is great. So, um, speaking of comic relief, can we talk about how like the first six lines out of Candy's mouth are pure oh gosh, gold, so good. Yeah. and they're all spread out? Y- yes. She doesn't have like consistent talking about something. She has like one line in a conversation, one scene. One line in a conversation in another scene. Yep. One line. Yep. Oh my gosh, up until a point, um, up until the OMG, at least, as far as I recorded, they're like, oh, yes, oh, yes, yes, Candy. I like it. Yes. <laughs> gosh. Yeah. Oh, I am That's eating solid. pumpkin cookie dough ice cream, so maybe I can, yes. Listen, 
Uh, we went to go walk into my apartment, and he got a giant scoop of it, looked at me, and said, embrace the season, and tried to put it in my <laughs> mouth. It was the most terrifying, like, two moments oh, of hey, my life. So that means this is the, our first podcast of fall uh, 2013. So, yeah, at 20... Oh, I shouldn't say the date, because then the ghost will close in. Yeah. Yep, 2013. They know where I am physically, but they don't know where I am in time. We're somewhere between yep. 2013 and 20 2072. Yeah, <laughs> not that big of a gap. They're gonna know. No, oh, Candy is super so, good in okay. this episode. Part one, super. Good. She runs face first into the vending machine and then says, "I'm okay." And then part two, when uh, when um, Mabel's listing off the group members after one of mm. them, she says, "He's the fat one." And yep. then Craigy G, Craigy Greggy C, Leggy P, Chubby Z, and Deep Chris. Oh, he's the fat yeah, one. Not Chubby Z. Deep Chris is the fat <laughs> no. one. Deep Chris is the fat one. <laughs> and then after they can't get into the oh, this is gold. After they can't get into the mm. um, concert, she falls on her face and says, "I welcome you, Death." <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then when they go inside of the back room, um, Grenda says several times and are you here or something like that? And she says, we want to give you several kisses. <laughs> That's right. So yep. yeah, the first four lines out of her mouth are gold, in my opinion. I and then, absolutely love her. And then we go to platinum because they come in and Dipper's like, what's in the bag? And Mamo oh, says, yes! uh, money, money we stole. <laughs> she says, we are criminals. We will, I will cut you. <laughs> absolutely fantastic she's slowly oh. becoming my favorite character so so yeah, yeah in this episode i super loved who they showed candy as and i became increasingly uncomfortable with who grenda is yeah. like oh that made yeah something changed for her in that closet yeah the invisible, yeah. With the invisible wizard, wizard. wizard. and i'm very uncomfortable what? with shove name handfuls Mozzarella of peanut Bob. butter in her entire mouth and mm, um true lipstick and kisses everywhere i am uncomfortable i think she's a little bit over the top in this episode in the last one she was over the top because she was at a girl's sleepover yeah and that made sense yeah but now this one it's okay for her to be over the top regarding boy bands but she's over the top in kind of everything that she does there's no normal grenda there's no normal grenda and then oh my gosh boy bands grenda it's just Apparently, this is normal Grenda yeah. now. Dialed 211. But it's normal Grenda for this yeah. episode. I, I mean, I believe she returns to, like, oh, we do I get so. a, I hope so. a couple of great episodes of um, Grenda sort of. Just Grenda. Just Grenda. Grenda, Grenda. In a room. Grenda with her friends. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much it. Grenda and the friends. Grenda <laughs> Yep. I don't know. Grenda and, and Mabel both make me extremely uncomfortable this entire episode. Because they kissed yeah. people and made them hug them. Okay. And it's just weird. So, on to Mabel, I guess. Well, we'll discuss, because that's your favorite character. Yeah. How do you feel about her in this episode, Trevor? I don't like her. This is, Why? This is another, like, it's a Mabel episode, but it's not. It's, it reminds me of Boss Mabel. It's not the Mabel mm-hmm. I like. It's not funny, go-lucky Mabel. This is creepy mm-hmm. boy, insane mm-hmm. Mabel. Boy's yeah. crazy Mabel. Yeah, I just I don't I don't like this version of Mabel. I didn't like this Mabel in um the Gnomes episode. I didn't like this Mabel in uh well, okay, I liked her more in Summer Gorney being mm-hmm. crazy about Fishman than I yeah. did in this mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Because that made more sense. Like I said, this it doesn't feel like Gravity Falls. I feel like I'm watching like fairly odd parents half the time with this episode because it's just weird mm. and like the characters don't feel right and it also might be like uh all the guys from several times look like chip from fairly odd parents <laughs> that's the, true yeah like it just doesn't remind me of especially in the drinking water scene yeah and i was just like <laughs> this doesn't i don't like it mm. so, I, I just don't like how she acts one episode. thing i do like about mabel in this episode is the the one line where she gets real and she says, uh, every boy I've loved this summer has yeah. left me. Yeah. That's the one thing that hits. I think she's a little over the top crazy. But it's also not true. Because okay. she let Fishboy go. 
Mm, and Waddles is still, still here. And Waddles he's is still, still here. That's true. But yeah. So yeah. so it is a little like that's the first thing that I thought of when she she said that. I There's, was like, I thought of, well, no, you, you sacrificed a lot to get this boy who you yeah. fell in love with back but he's to still his left. home to be and free. Here's here's the thing, right? This is the same exact plot line. They are trapped in her bedroom. He was trapped in a pool. This is the mm-hmm. same episode, mm. but a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Because she already learned this lesson. Why does she have to learn it again? And if she's mm. already learned this lesson, why is she like, well, I'm going to keep him for myself this time? Like, why? 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 You already went through this. We went through this arc, went through this progression. This character's already been made. This has already been done. Why are we here again? Uh, so it's probably because they're subhuman being clones. They don't really He have was a merman. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm. <laughs> you want to talk about subhuman? He's subfish subhuman. Oh, I get it because it's like submarine yeah. humans. He's a submariner. Doopy doopy doo. It's a comic um, book character. Aquaman oh, 2019 also... confirmed. Mm. Mm. No, you told them what year we're in. No, just what year Aquaman's coming out. Oh. Everyone knew that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we could be from the future. I told them what year we're in. <laughs> I mean, you cut out, like, I don't know, 70, 64 years out of, like, when it could have been. Nonetheless, um, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think they already treaded this before but i do i do kind of like the idea of and honestly i should have identified it but mabel actually gave something up in the pool episode yeah uh-huh. for once she gave up something yeah for the good of someone else i mean she also made dipper give up something for the good of her but <laughs> but she yeah. also legitimately gave up something for the good of another being subhuman that, being that occurred in the last episode as well with the rooms she had a point where she willingly uh, gave, gave up. up after they had done a lot mm. of fighting yeah she said it's mm, her to get you to take the point. room oh yeah she knows she was just being selfish although i mean it was super at the end and they had fought for a lot but she, yeah. she did get to that point but yeah sorry, so i i kind of i kind of like that mabel more like she's a jerk but then eventually she realizes hey i shouldn't be a jerk yeah, that makes sense. I, I like that, Mabel. And I like the, like, I'm enthralled with you. Oh, you're trying to do this thing. I'm going to help you. Even though technically I could just not help you and hang out with you in this pool for the rest of the summer. And I think they should have explored what they're exploring in this episode, but in that one. Yeah. Or had this one be first. And then she realized, like, I have to let them go when they need to go. And then boom, Mermando. So yeah. just flip mm. these two and have her learn this lesson first and then have her... Because it wasn't even addressed in the pool episode. It was just kind of a known, this is the right thing to do. But in this episode, it's less. So I think that's a good point. Um, I don't dislike this episode, but I think it could have been placed better. Because like you said, they're just treading water. Yeah. Even... I think that's why I just like the B-plot so much. It's the same story we've read over and over and over again. And we end up in the mm-hmm. same exact place. And that's, I don't, um, I don't like character development that doesn't develop. It just puts us back where we were at the beginning of the episode. So I think, literally, I think the best character development in here, besides Candy becoming a ninja and being prepared to defend yep. herself against Mabel's oh, onslaught of attacks, yes. um, is yep. Dipper and Uncle Sam becoming closer, which is good. Yes. And I like that. But mm. at the same time, we've already seen that. That so, is not enough not a, to fill out an entire B episode, plot, yeah. especially because the, it it was honestly, if you look at it overall, Dipper and Grunkle Stan getting closer was the main push of the B plot. Yeah. Um, yep. However, there was a little overemphasis on the whole Wendy issue. Exactly. Um, so it wasn't as much of a payoff. It, it was a payoff for me, certainly. Um of them two sitting down at the end of the episode having a heart to heart but it Mm. could have been more so maybe if a few things changed i couldn't say specifically what i did absolutely love and i mean you guys didn't really disagree but um wendy's development now that you told me i can (laughs) (laughs) two plus two is four oh i saw a guy with a tattoo it's funny because we just had yeah two um just had Lunch and ate two burgers, well, we and went, then he we had went, two burgers. We went to a sushi place, a super and there was a mm-hmm. guy with a neck tattoo that said two plus two is five. Uh, it was unique. So um, the other thing, th- this had more emotional grabs for me than other episodes. The very end, of of course, mm-hmm. but also um, Wendy um, 
getting angry and shouting at Dipper. Yeah. And yeah, like that, that that really emotionally paid off for me because yeah, the, these two people have been jerks and selfish towards her. Yeah, that that's true, yep. and she has very much a right to be angry. Because Robbie using the mind control machine and Dipper disproving what the mind control machine does is the same exact motive. It's to get Wendy. Yes. So exactly, and she's not a person in either one of those eyes. She's yep. basically a prize or something to fight over. Yep. Which is not healthy at all. So, heck yes, be mad at them. Mm-hmm. they're jerks i do um, i do really like that scene when she says no you're all the same and walks away i really like yes that. so good it was nice. yes such a good scene with the b plot though i talked about uh like uh missed opportunities basically and a big part of that is originally it was a lot longer in the original cut of it but then they had oh. to cut it down for uh basically just to make it fit into an episode. And there was much more emphasis on the, like, Dipper just looking for mysteries and having it, like, mess things up. That was the angle that they were originally going for. Because what was supposed to happen is this CD wasn't made by Robbie. It was legitimately from another band. And he just bought it at some random CD shop and then, like, did his own stuff for Wendy. And he had no intention whatsoever of doing any sort of mind control or anything like that. He legitimately just wanted to have a song for his girl, which they're not able to explicitly say in this episode. I, I, think, I ended up I guess at that for time understanding. Um, but yeah, it's not I, I as think I did. As it could. But it's it could. I Robbie could, could argue easily. Lying. Yeah, I could Again. argue easily that he legitimately bought this up, bought this CD from someone else to do it to try to mind control her. Uh-huh. But nonetheless, so originally it's a, it's a random CD that he bought that just happens to have mind control in it. And Dipper goes and like just invents, investigates like crazy. Um, and Stan probably cheers him on a ton. <laughs> and then um, basically at the end of the episode, you realize, dang, maybe it's not. I mean, Dipper says it like, maybe I shouldn't go prying into other people's business. Yeah as far as investigating these sort of mysteries and stuff goes. So that that's the lesson that they say, but their original intention was to very much have that be the lesson of the B-plot. But it didn't really happen. I think they could have explored an entire episode with that concept and had all kinds of montages and stuff of him trying to find secret things in it. And then he, like, finds it, and he just gets more and more desperate, more and more, and then he finds it, and Stan's just cheering him on the whole way, like, yeah, you're going to get that jerk. Um, and then at the end you have him realize, Hey, this was a wrong thing to do. I shouldn't screw with other people's lives because Mm -hmm. it's going to have bad consequences and because Mm -hmm. it's not good. That's, and then also the same thing I was talking about earlier. I really wish I could remember what this word is called. I've heard it so many times. I've actually listened to a, uh, doco drama, like podcast, like a, it's filmed like a documentary, but it's actually like staged. And they said it okay. so many times in the last episode. I can't remember. It's when you're looking for something and you find it wherever you're looking for it. Yeah. Uh, yep. Like you'll Implicit see. Implicit bias? No. It, it starts with an A. It's it's like out of something. Or aphasia. It's not aphasia. Aphasia is the ability, inability to express emotion. It's <laughs> aphasia something. I can't remember. Or abba something. Mm-hmm. But it's like you, it's like Rorschach, exactly, essentially. Um, a Rorschach test has nothing there. But if you yep. are mentally um, like obsessed with butterflies, you will see a butterfly in every single Rorschach picture. And it, <laughs> it's the same thing I said before. Christians hearing Hail Satan in Black Sabbath <laughs> like played backwards. That's exactly what that whole plot you explained was. And I yep. would have loved that more because yeah, that is right. the phenomenon with the record is that yeah. he is looking for something and it's not technically there. Robbie doesn't know it's there, and if he's constantly yep. looking for it, he will find it because he's looking mm-hmm. for it. Exactly. So I would have liked yep. that more because that's the same thing. That would have been cool, but no, they had yeah. to go and they had to ruin everything for me. <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh. it it's just really weak. They need more time to develop it. And it's not even like uh, the thing is, this episode isn't paced well. It doesn't have a like solid message, kind of an either one. It doesn't break any new ground. Um, it has fun characters and decent like yes. characters interacting with each other but the story that they're <laughs> living in is just trash in a burrito and it's bad mm, oh. burritos. wait uh shoot no what's trash the, burritos what's the new um 
the double, triple, triple, double crunch wrap. Oh, the triple, double crunch wrap. We could talk for a minute if you want to talk so for good. a minute. I've had four, and they came out like last week. Garbo Supreme. Mm, That's what I'm I thinking of. I was Garbo talking Supreme. to someone about like their dating life, and I was like, man, you guys, you got to not date trash quesadillas, man. <laughs> that was like the only thing I can think of to describe people. So, well, mm. yeah. Can we talk an interesting about, oh. thing? Oh no, we can talk about whatever you want. Let's do this. Let's talk about the interesting thing you were talking about. Ooh, oh, see what I okay. did there. Um, right at the beginning, when the girls come in and talk about the boy bands, uh, Dipper's like, "Ugh, girls!" And when he says, "Ah, oh, I know, right?" There I know, you go. right? That was a cool. I I like that. It was just kind of a funny, like uh, you know what else that ah, was? That was foreshadowing because at the end, Grunkle, yep. Stan, and Dipper, when you guys are talking, all the same. Oh, sorry. They're talking about how uh, we'll never understand women. Something like that. That's another piece of the foreshadowing that I was going to talk about the three pieces of. And I forgot. Okay. There's another. It kind of plays into it. Can I I jump back just to mine and then finish up? So whatever. Fine. I'll sit over here against my wall recording my (laughs) Coding Kids Next Door podcast. Come on, Doug Cornerman. Um. And yeah, so at the beginning she says, oh, I know, right? And uh, girls, I know, right? And then at the end she says, you guys are all the same. So there's a really interesting, like whether, I, I don't know. I don't know what hmm. it means, but she doesn't like people in general <laughs> and thinks that people are stupid, whether it's because they're obsessed with a boy band or whether it's because they're obsessed with a girl. Well, I think it's Wendy. So the thing is, Wendy kind of denies the fact she's a girl. You haven't noticed yeah like yeah, yeah. she has all brothers her dad's mr manly yep. man she acts yep. like a boy she's a tomboy yep. she does boy things she's out with all boys like, that's the whole yep. point um and she doesn't want to acknowledge the fact that she acts like a girl she is boy crazy and she has emotion so at the end when mm. she breaks and says you're all the same is her saying i'm just like them <sighs> so yeah i that's a good way to put it that she breaks yeah like it's a break she's tried to be cool and like play it off and just have it be jokes with them like fighting over her and trying try to be friends with both of them and whatever but yeah she breaks yeah she's like i don't like being treated this way sad breath Mm -hmm. i was holding that sad breath for a while and that is such a good scene in such a mm. terrible episode. Okay, so not terrible. And longer. it's a terrible it's not, relax. Yeah, it's not a good episode. <laughs> There's so much good stuff in here, but it's all done so poorly. It's like if you take... Trudge I don't know. through a swamp to get to so, it. So, the Grunkle Stan yeah. flashback. Did you guys enjoy that? Yes. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. Um, I like that. I, I like how at the end of it, he goes, <laughs> yeah, my uh, yes. my memories turn into but, hallucinations at the end. I'm just like, what? He, he totally did drugs. Yep. And we also know that he drove yeah. that hippie's van into a ditch. Yeah, he says so there was more did. to this story. Yeah. Like, Grunkle Stan got, yep. got involved in some sort of hippie yeah. stuff, doing drugs. <laughs> like, And again, <laughs> use that in developing that plot right there and you have a great episode because you have now, grunkle stan's idea of like this is what men are supposed to do mm-hmm. and robbie being a jerk and continuing that whole like i am fighting for my girl i'm trying to like romance her or whatever you have dipper who is like this noble knight on a quest or supposed to be and then at the end everything is just exposed to be completely wrong and completely terrible with that incredible Wendy scene. And you have an amazing episode. I think the best episode so far would be that episode. Yeah. Mm. As far as character I development would've... goes, as far as moral goes, and then you leave it. And then you come back in the next episode and try to deal with the, the incredible mess you've just made of all your characters. I would have really liked if Grunkle Stan says that part of the story in a flashback, and then at the end, um, they have a second flashback of him literally destroying this guy's van. And Dipper just like, why didn't you tell me that earlier? And he's like, well, that's how we all are. Mm. You know what I mean? Because oh, the thing cool. is, he did that the same. Great. He's doing the same thing that Dipper's yep. doing in this episode. And that would have been awesome. Yep. But yeah, we didn't get that. So it has a great moral. Mm-hmm. It has great character development. But they just don't have enough time or take enough time in order to do it. Because they are weighed down with 
just repeating Mabel stuff. I yeah. do really love several times, like every single scene they grew in, on me when they're just trying to. <laughs> I drink didn't like them water. at first, but like later on, I'm like, oh man, these are yeah. great. I like when they're when, uh, to drink water he has the when they're singing contest with the sun. Oh my god! Yes, yes. I'm gonna stare this fool down. Yeah, they get into the uh, they get into the shack, and he goes, "What up, girl?" and points at Waddles. I'm like, yes, yes. amazing. Yeah, she changed my yeah. newspaper, yo. She's all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, she is not, not all right, right. Chubby Z. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, so I mean, what, one thing if we can talk about get away from the story, which we you yeah. all seem to just Hate. throw trash on um, the animation yeah. of Stan's um, flashback scene. It's a commonly used tool, but I think it was executed very well that you I didn't see it and see like, oh well this is this is just a tropey way to make a flashback of having like the person present age and then the scene changes, yeah. but their face stays yeah. there or their body stays there yep. and they're in the old scene. And then when you're yep. coming back, it's them twenty years ago, and then it flashes forward with them in the same yeah. scene. So they did it animation wise in a way where i didn't notice they were doing it and i had to actually look at it again and be like oh that's what they're doing this happens in other places and it's obnoxious and annoying and absolutely in Mm -hmm. your face but here it was done really smoothly it doesn't feel like a cutaway that's the good part about it. yes yep it doesn't Mm. feel like a cutaway it serves it's it's a good flashback again we've seen terrible flashbacks in earlier episodes but great flashbacks in these episodes because flashbacks aren't a like always include this or don't always include this they're just a tool in your toolbox and so like sometimes you use markers sometimes you use paintbrushes but it's always should be used intentionally and with a good purpose and in a good way and and the best way that you possibly can i think this is like you said a great flashback yeah yeah so ah so where does this leave us it leaves us with a Mabel a plot that doesn't need to exist. Jokes, 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 jokes. Yeah, we're gonna go to jokes. Okay, okay. At least, but but we're left with a Mabel a plot that doesn't really need to exist. We're left with several times characters that are decent and get better as the episode goes on. Incredibly fun to watch, but don't necessarily add a ton to the episode other than incredible music. Good job, Brad Breek. Brad Breek. Um, and. Then we have a B-plot that doesn't have enough time to develop with a really good moral that doesn't quite get to hit as hard as it could have. And really should be the A-plot because it's developing so incredibly much and really should be followed up in future episodes, but I don't think it is. Mm. And then we have random encounters with Seuss and Frosted Tips and, and things like that that just don't need to be in the episode that you could have cut out and had more development with Dipper and with Wendy. The other thing is the A-plot and the B-plot are completely disconnected. I don't even think they even see each other at the yep. end of the episode. Wow. There's there's no connection between the two of them. These two they, could have been put in any episode anywhere. The only intersection so, is where bank robbers yeah where they just happen to be <laughs> going upstairs but he's walking out of the house there's no it feels kind of like gobblewonker where they just kind of like said this is a thing we can do throw it this is a thing we can do throw it this is a thing we can do throw it and some of it ended up being in the final episode and like that was it but they See, didn't plan it out the way that they have in previous stuff i'm okay with when storylines don't intersect because mm-hmm. there are shows that do it like really, really well. Like Futurama used to like start a storyline together, and then like there are some episodes halfway through they'll cross each other. And it's like, hey, what are you doing? Ridiculous thing. Wait, what are you doing? Yep. Ridiculous thing. Good luck. And they just like walk away, no questions yeah. asked. I would've yeah. been fine with that if like they came in the house and it's like, what's in the bag? A boy band. What's in your hands? Mind control record. Okay. And they just walk away from <laughs> each other. Like, oh, yeah. man, okay, yeah, yeah. normal weekend. Yep. Like I would Maybe, be fine with okay. that. If Seuss was helping the girls drag the thing mm, up and Stan was holding the record, that would have yes. been the interaction. Yeah, yes. that'd been great. That would have been a little that'd hilarious. That would have been perfect. You you just throw in a little, <laughs> oh, oh, dropped them from Seuss. And like, number one yeah. makes the scene just better of like him just dragging it oh, up the stairs. Seuss makes like, hey, Seuss, can better. you help us with And then yeah. he just tries to drag him up and like just keeps bumping him or whatever and then like drops him back down and oh, then sorry, cut dude. the scene or whatever. He could have made it better, and it would have made more sense for him to be there with that other scene as well. I gotta like, go water oh, I'm the just lawn. heading home. That's all he had to say Boom. was, I gotta he go had... water the lawn. I'd be, I'd be like, yeah, I gotta lawn. go water the lawn. 
Or, like, I'm heading home now, and you just have him walking out yeah. as this other person drives up. There's so many small ways Ooh. that you could have could have just made this episode flow a whole much better. It feels like a whole there was much a, better. a whole much, whole muches of them. Whole Several muches. It. it feels like both plots were written differently, scrapped, and then yeah. put to get back together. It's like they mm. took the plots, right? They loaded them into a shotgun. And then just yep. shot him across the office and made interns yeah. run and grab them and tape them back together so that it made more sense. Yeah. But it didn't make more sense. It, it made, made no sense. sense. All those interns I should have, have rather... lost their jobs. <laughs> yeah. I should have rather not. I should have rather. <laughs> I should have, have rather not. Several oh, muchums. Gosh. <laughs> I would have much rather had. I would have whole much have rathered some. With Mabel, with this boy band. <laughs> And another episode with Dipper. I agree. Doing his thing. And then you have some random side plot that doesn't even need to be great, but it just needs to be entertaining. Just have one of them go off with Seuss on some adventure yep. or something. Yeah. And you're good. Just you take whatever twin, throw them out into the woods with Seuss, be like, oh no, we got trapped here. And then you just have, you cut to them and it's like, oh, there's wolves. Oh, there's a river. And then a great episode amazing episode right there because you focus more on the plots that are actually and then important. we get to talk about how it's actually a dora the explorer tribute and it's <laughs> great it's a great yep. podcast yep. on top of that it's fantastic yeah. <laughs> that's how you make that's how we podcast so that's how we podcast did we like any this is podcasting <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> um that's my favorite joke did we like any jokes in this episode yes. Yes. oh yes. we are criminals yes. we will cut you that's great um I think I laugh and then just the out loud oh, at that. Okay. That's like, yeah. first off, all candy lines are like A pluses for me. Yeah. Uh, there's one Mabel joke I kind of liked. Uh, and that's like, Dipper's like, I don't get girls. And then Mabel's like, you'll understand when you're older. And Dipper's like, <laughs> we're twins. We're twins. We're the same age. And she goes, yeah, but girls mature faster. And I'm just like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, it actually made me chuckle. I thought it was funny. Yeah. So. Um, can um, I just note real quick? I don't think Candy would be as outstanding if Grenda wasn't so uncomfortable. I agree. Hmm. I, I think Candy's lines shone brighter because she's always next to a very uncomfortable Grenda. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, it, it's it's not the best, but it's one way that it was Listen, used. That's how all of Bob's Burgers works. Okay, <laughs> oh my God. that's how yes. every character in Bob's yes. Burgers works. It's yes. true. <laughs> Yep. As long as you put an yeah. awkward character near a more awkward character, you're fine. Yep. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. No, that's 100% how that works. Wow. That's, that's a really good breakdown. Like, why is Gene so funny? Because Tina is so weird. Like, that's yep. it. Done deal. <laughs> yep. Or, oh my be, gosh. yeah, or because Luis is not as weird. It, each each one of them outshines the other person. You them their, their own weirdness. episode, and it's not good. And you're like, why? Well, there's no Gene here to balance you out. Like, yep. that's the issue. Yep. Exactly. Wow. Um,. Yeah, I kind of cheated, though, because we are criminals, we will cut you. I don't think was my favorite joke. Sorry. Okay, okay. But Matt, oh, what was yours there before I steal? Oh, oh for me, so um, I really appreciated it in this episode as a whole. There were, um, I counted three specific references to previous episodes. Um, mm. One of them reaching back to the inconveniencing, where when Mabel comes in with her dance, she's like, oh, no, she got into the fun dip again, is one of Dipper's lines. Yeah. I like that. I was that. kind of hoping that's what the episode was actually about. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> that the second callback, not necessarily to a specific episode, but for a couple of frames when they run to the will call booth to get their tickets, but it's sold out. Um, you know who you see in line? Free pizza? Ooh. Pacifica Northwest. Not free pizza. <gasps> oh. She is the, the, about the iconic blonde um huh. mid back length hair is she's there kind of looks like however the tail of a my favorite is a callback to my favorite joke in gobblewonker when one of several times when talking about i've heard about this thing called outside or nature or something like that and he says mm -hmm. I want to cavort like a woodland creature, yo. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a callback to the beavers yeah. on the island in Gobblewonker. Oh, that's a deep cut. Yep, yep. It's like a oh, deep Chris cut. Oh. It's super good. Um, I think my actual favorite one is when Dipper and Stan just like careen up the cliff, <laughs> land, like swing around. Stan falls out of the driver's seat. He does look pretty cool. And... Role. He does. He's a cool ninja man. And 
uh, Robbie's like, Dipper, Mr. Pines? That's Mr. Pines to you. And then just Robbie's face of like, oh, so what? Yes. That's yes. what I said. Whatever. It's great. I think, I think I like just facial responses to they get me more than the actual joke. Just the response just of so people good. being like, what just happened? What did you just say? Um, I also, yeah, so I really liked, uh, we didn't it. touch on this, but I really liked the really awkward Robbie scene. We're like, oh man, Nate didn't come. That wasn't oh my, my plan God. or anything at all. <laughs> How could this have happened? Like he was trying to act so distraught. I was yeah. like, yeah. He's like 17. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I think that basically wraps up all our talk about the episode, except for one small, what well, kind of extra episode thing? We have the final cipher. The final ah, cipher, yes, is happy now, Ariel, because of a super cool story. Ariel is Alex Hirsch's twin sister. Okay, number yeah. one, um, she got brought into. Uh, voice one of the uh, girls who are fighting each other at oh, the yes, concert. I think the it's chair. the second one that speaks. <laughs> the one that goes, he was talking to me! Um, yep. Also, though, the reason it says Happy Now, Ariel, is because Alex Hirsch was talking to Ariel about uh, the episode, and she jokingly suggested that uh, Lance Bass of NSYNC the, uh -huh. he's, he's the bass voice of NSYNC, yeah. should voice one of the characters. And Alex told her, yeah, we'll get Lance Bats to do a voice, and you can meet him. And that's what happened. Amazing. He, he voices some of the several times. That is so cool. People. And she legitimately got to meet him. Um, and so the, the um, dance move of one of the boys in the tube is the, maybe bye-bye-bye-bye-bye. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, with the handout, and that—that's an instinct. That's that's super cool. I didn't know that Lance Bass voice. Yeah. The, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yep, he voices some of them along with Alex Hirsch and uh, another person. Like, did he just call him Sorry, and he was person. like, "Hey, you want to voice so. a boy band on my TV show?" Yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, I got nothing to do. My career died twenty yeah. years ago." <laughs> I think basically ten years. But too yeah, late. Ariel was uh, obsessed with <laughs> obsessed with him growing up. So they had um, so cool. a hit or two. There were like yeah. several times I heard them on the radio. Mm. See, you said I couldn't say it again, and then you said it like three more times. I know, because you started saying it, so now I had to start saying uh, it. Thanks for listening. We have Social Networks 2013. 2013. You're preparing for the apocalypse, right? 